Stay inspired on the go with Springboard Zone, an inspirational podcast from internationally acclaimed executive coaches, authors and ministers, Albert and Comfort Okran. You will be inspired and challenged with strategies to consistently reach for new heights. And now, today's message. My message for this year will not change. It's simple. What do you have? What do you have? I am a student of the dictation days, so as I say, you're right. Forgive, forgive, forgive. But it's good experience, you know. It's good to have retentive memory. Something happens and then you just remember something somebody said to you and then you take it. Kojo made a very important point that look within you what you are good at, what you know you love to do. Albert, Albert will tell you, I'm somebody who believes in passion. If I don't have passion for it, I will not do it. Something you have passion for, that is what will take you far. So look within you, what do you have? Many a time we complain, I'm not getting a job. I don't have anybody to take me to school. I don't this, I don't that. But really, what do you have? And this message came to me as a personal experience. If you're good at complaining more than me, trust me, <laughs> then you to you day. One of those days last year, in August, I was going on, oh God, I don't have this, I don't have that, and you know this, and you know that. I was in my room alone, and then it suddenly dawned on me. Yes, you don't have all that, but what do you have? What do you have? That message alone pushed me. For all these years, four and a half years or so, the standpoint was being done and operated from my car. Yes, we were global. We were on clear TV. We were on national television all over. But it was, we didn't even have an office. But you see, I had a confidence. I walk into your office, talk to you, think I have some complex somewhere. I had nothing. But that message, what do you have, pushed me not only to find an office, to get a studio, and I have two studios now. From August, I commissioned the two studios in December. Could you talk about look within you, let the fire burn in you. Believe in yourself. I know it, it's so difficult. It is so difficult. Change is difficult. It is so scary to move away from your comfort zone into something else. And I'll say this. I know this thing will go, I mean, on national television and elsewhere. But you see, right now, I am not scared who will suck me or not. Because you know what? I know I have something that has gone global and can do much better. This thing about what you have took me back to my secondary school days. I came from, I went to Saito. You know, those days we call government school Saito. My father, I'm a pension baby. My father was a police officer. He had to become a security man to be able to get money to take me through school, secondary school and all that. I went to Infantman Girls. Moga Girls here. Manside Girls here. Oh, that's one there. Obranyu Warabo. 
Yes, that's it. That's our school motto. Life is what you make it. Obra Nyiwara Abo. It was tough. But you know what made it comfortable for me? What I had was, those days I was a fine chick, you see. I was slim and nice and sexy. Now I dare run. You see, I was very active. I, be, I still dare run. Thank you, thank you, thank you very much. You know, I belonged to almost every group that infant man had. Wildlife, uh, AFS, what have you. Every single group I, be, I belonged to it. And I was so vocal among them. I was modeling for my school. I was dancing for school. I became entertainment prefect. That was what I had. And that made me so acceptable to everybody. And so popular as if I was somebody. Throughout my infant days, even up to uh, GIJ day, I had never stepped in a nightclub. I've been to nightclub twice in my life. Both times were to parties. But I was entertainment prefect, and everybody thought I was it. I was share waga, that was the term there. You know what I mean? But I didn't know nothing. My father was a strict police officer, Presbyterian trained. You can't go anywhere. Let me tell you a joke. One of those days, one of the, it was a cracker boy who was coming to chase me. A cracker boy. And then he came, my father was sitting outside. The look alone on my father's face confused the boy. My father asked him, where do you know her from? He said, we, went, we go to the same school. My father said, you go to the same school. Wait, I'm coming. When he came out, he wasn't there. He had gone. That was all I had. I didn't recognize what I was doing. When I started work at GBC, I started with a breakfast show. I was willing to help a wonderful woman, a very talented woman, Beatrice Edu, bless her wherever she is. She just looked at me and said, who is this young lady who is so determined to learn and help? So she asked me to just join her on the set. And that is how it started for me. Not only should you identify what you're good at, learn to take opportunities. Some of you, the opportunities will come naturally. Some of you, you have to chase it. When we're coming, Comfort met her old schoolmate. And she introduced me to him. So we're just chatting. I could have said, hey, I'm gifty auntie, you know what I mean. I mean, just pose and all that. I just went to sit by him. And you be, I mean, if I tell you what I've learned from that man within the 35 minute flight from Accra to here, I mean, no amount of money can pay for it. He happens to be the country director of Goldfields. He taught me so much and opened my eyes to a lot of things. As Koju said, I'm also a fanti. I'm not a good businesswoman. All I know is my passion and determination to do something to impact my generation and the younger generation. Take opportunities. I'm so glad you guys are here. 15 cities. What can it do to you or for you? But what you will learn here, 
the knowledge you acquire here, no school can teach you that. No university will give you that. I am a student of Springboard. I had listened to it several years. And then last year I became a speaker. Now Albert and Comfort are like my brother and sister. I don't let them sleep. Anything I ask them. They challenge me to open a Facebook account. They challenge me to have a website. And now the program is not only on TV in United Kingdom and um, um, Germany, Italy, Canada, where have you. But it is also in the internet and viewed everywhere. Take opportunities. Be willing to learn. Be willing to start from somewhere. I was a floor manager. When I was flooring, you should have seen the skirt I was wearing. I told you I was a fine chick. But I went, floor manager, dress, nice. I'm going to floor, stand there, queue. You lift your floor manager, you lift your hand. And then when you hear the director say queue, you bring your hand down for the presenter to start talking. Now some of the young people, you tell them to go and do it, they don't want to do it. They think it's too below them. When I was on TV, even on the breakfast show, I was traveling, going to work. I get to London today. In the evening, I start work. I close work in the morning, 2 o'clock, I pick my bag, I'm coming home. Just to raise some money to come here and do something. My salary was nothing. It is still nothing. But the opportunities that I took are now paying off. I just came from United Kingdom and one of the stayed at Westminster uh, Bridge. It's, it's where the parliament house is. I was coming out of the tube one day and then a gentleman saw me and said, Miss Auntie? I said, yes. How are you? What are you doing here? I didn't remember the man. He said, oh, I'm Lord Ahmed. I was in Ghana in 2008. And you interviewed me, and since then I've been seeing you on TV here. I tried to follow you and all that. Can you come have breakfast with me um, the following day? So yours truly. What did you think I'll say? Yes, please. Yes, please, I'll come. So that was on the 14th, Valentine's Day. I had tea. Yes. Don't worry, my man was here. He knew where I was. So it's cool, you know. I went there, Hattie. I met the leader of the conservatives in the House of Lords. I had passed by that building several times. I had never been in there. I went in there. He took me around, showed me where the speaker spe- sits, where the, um, the, the queen sits and all that. Some of the things I forgot because I was just so overwhelmed. But at least I have been there. You take the opportunities. At a point, they were saying that Gitty Auntie is doing everything. She's on TV. But what should I do? I'm a broadcast journalist. I'm a TV presenter. If you tell me, can you do it? Yes. Once it is within my means, once I am capable of doing, even if I'm not, I will learn. Sometimes I go on air and I ask my junior colleagues, how do you pronounce this word? If it, I'm a fancy. I speak Gan. I speak tree. Some of the airway names, I don't know. I don't feel too big to ask my junior colleague. 
so that I get it right. Learn to take opportunities. It is so important. And chase opportunities. It doesn't mean it will make it any easier. It is still tough. And as Kojo talked about it earlier, it takes hard work. You need to work at it. You need to work at it. When we commissioned the studios, the Standpoint Studios on air, people were asking me, how did you do it? When did you do it? Because I was doing my GBC work just, I mean, by the, uh, the way it, it, it was supposed to be. I don't miss work. I don't sacrifice my GBC work for the Standpoint work. Sometimes I close at GBC at 3 p.m. I go to the Standpoint office and work till about 10, 11 and drive home. It is hard work. It's taken 16 years for me to stand here. When it started, I didn't know where I was going, but I knew I had a passion. I knew there was something I wanted to do. So I kept going and going and going. Now the picture is clearer to me. I know what I want to do. Don't let people dissuade you from it. Some of you, those of you who are my Facebook friends, I put it on my wall quite recently. That now I look back, that's on 13th of February, was my 16th anniversary on TV. I put it on Facebook. That I look back and I smile. When I first appeared on the breakfast show, I was described the next day in the newspapers as beautiful enough for the show, but not intelligent enough. Last year alone, I had nine awards, including an honorary Doctor of Letters Award, including Inspirational Woman of the Year Award by the African Women of Worth Awards. Me, beautiful enough, but not intelligent enough. Take criticism in good faith. I was told at a point by a friend of mine that I'm a lazy intellectual. I got so angry, but he was right, you know. I took it and I went back to school. I went to do my master's degree. After that, my lecturer, my journalism lecturer actually told me to stay on and be his TA, teaching assistant. You know, I just smiled. True no girl. You know what I told her? I'd rather be a big fish in a small pond than to be a small fish in a big pond. I didn't even know what it meant. <laughs> I had read it somewhere. So I actually told her. This time round, I went to England. I went to see her. I said, Gifty, I haven't forgotten the words you said to me. I still tell my student that you could have easily accepted to be a TA. But now I turn my channel on here in England, and I see you, and I tell my student, this was my student. Sometimes they say I'm lying. Going global takes determination. It takes hard work. Extra hard work. How do they say it? Burning the midnight oil. Staying up at night to think. It means waking up from your dream. By all means, dream. Dream big, but do something. Do something. My latest role model 
is the woman who has written this book, Fifty Shades of Grey. I was reading a magazine written by her husband. Now, he calls himself Mr. E.L. James. The woman is Mrs. E.L. James. And he said, my wife moved from a bored housewife with an eight with an eight to five work and two kids to look after to an international best author with the experience she gathered from her marriage now whenever she flies first class i tag along with my bags she was an ordinary housewife she was good at writing I wouldn't say completely because she had an 8 to 5 work. But she was bored of it. She knew she loved to write. Before the Fifty Shades of Grey, she had written many novels. She had a blog. She had, you know, done so many things. But she decided to use what she had, which she loved. That was her marriage and her children. And she decided to write about erotic romance. And there isn't any single woman in the Western world who hasn't read that book. I'm not saying spend your money on it. You can read it on the net, you know. But be careful what you read. That is what she had. Miss Oprah was asked what she would love to do as a child. And she said she would love to be paid to talk. And when you are talking, until recently, she was the richest woman in the world, apart from the queen, of course. Now she has been unseated by, I think, um, the daughter of one of the presidents in North Africa. Hard work pays. Hard work can take you global. Hard work can make you feel satisfied. And sometimes being global, going global doesn't really mean that you be like um, Messi or Jay-Z or as um, Kojo said. But somebody somewhere knows you. They know about the work you've done. When they Google you, your name comes up. Positively, though, it shouldn't be negative. Sometimes you can't help it. They'll be good and bad. But at least... You must have done something, achieved something. There's no easy way out there. Those of us in there are struggling, but are determined to move on. If you are coming, know that it is not easy, but you can do it. You can do it. You can start from somewhere. By identifying what you love to do, what you are good at. Sometimes we have two big dreams that we know that we can't do it. It's just like me saying that I'll be an economist. Somebody just chuckled. You don't want to know what I had O level for economics. I can't do it. I can't be a doctor. Because I'm afraid of my own blood. But my dad wanted me to be a doctor. But before he died, he said... Thank you very much. Because of you, the whole of Ghana knows your name. And because of you, wherever I go, in fact, my father was more popular than me. Because you don't need to ask him, he will tell you I'm Gifty Auntie's father. 
He will go to hospital and tell the doctor, oh, Giftianti is my daughter. And he's lucky he didn't meet any doctor who didn't like me. He would have been in trouble. The benefits are enormous. As you saw from what um, Kojo presented. Forget about the fame. For me, it's about the satisfaction. The kind of people who meet you. I travel all the time. And I get the congratulations. And thank you, Gifty. The program you did. This and that. But let me take you back a bit. When I talked about, you know, being global, going global means hard work. The standpoint, as I said, it's on Clear Channel 232 in the United Kingdom. I get, I was thinking the standpoint was for Ghana. So sometimes we come, we, we do the program, we speak tree, we speak fanti, and then we just laugh and all that. And I'm getting a lot of emails from non-Ghanaians, non-Africans telling me that. We love your program. But we don't, we are, we are not from, somebody said, we are not from that your country. So when you speak your dialect, please try and translate it. So every single program that I've done now, that I know I have to take it to Clear TV, I have to go and revoice it or do transcription on it. Anywhere or any part that anybody spoke, local dialect, I have to transcribe it. But it means money. It takes money. It takes sacrifice. But it needs to be done if you want to achieve something. You have to do it. So my, my message is simple. I believe that if we allow you, especially the younger ones, to make some of the mistakes that we have made, then you, we as a people would have failed. Albert would have failed. Comfort would have failed. I would have failed. Kojo would have failed. Because the benefit or the import of all that we have gone through is to make sure that you learn from us and get it right. I'm a Christian, for a struggling Christian as that. I'm trying hard, but God is merciful. He said he came to die so that you and I will be saved. Sacrifice, we have to sacrifice so that you will have it better. So my dear young lady, my dear young man, my dear brother, my dear sister, don't give up on yourself. Don't keep sitting at one place and wondering what I can do. It is there. Wake up from the dream. You know what you can do. You know what you are capable of doing. Start something. The standpoint was started out of anger. I was tired of being told, oh, the fact that she's done this, then she's done that. And that women can't do this. Women can't do that. When I started, the, those who saw the first two episodes, it's all about women and politics and all that. But I learned from it. That listen, it's not as simple as that. It's not as easy as that. There are real issues on the ground that you need to tackle. And that has taken me to another level altogether. Be prepared to learn. Identify your passion. Identify what you're good at. Learn to take opportunities. Learn to chase opportunities. 
Learn to take criticisms in good faith. Learn to reinvest in yourself. When I started reading news, I told you, I did literature. I was a very good student in literature. Actually, O-level, I had one. I did it in um, A-level. I had B. But I knew that I was lacking in certain areas. So I went to Legon to look for an English professor, Professor Dazi. I was paying 30 cities an hour. All 30 cities. Meanwhile, my salary then was 100 and... No, it wasn't even 100. It was 92 cities. Not the Ghana cities, so cities. I was paying 30 cities an hour to Professor Dazi Allegon to learn pronunciation and posture. I did refresh. Every refresher course I have been to, I paid for myself. I looked for it on the net. I've been to UN training school. I've been to um, training courses uh, in Germany and all over the place. When I went to the university to do my master's degree, I paid for it myself. I worked and paid for it myself. I wasn't paid for by, I didn't go with scholarship or GBC didn't pay anything for me. I'm not saying do the same thing. The opportunity is take it. You are Ghanaian. You stand to benefit from it. If you can get it, take it. There's now get fund. There's so many scholarships on the net. These embassies have so many opportunities that they offer students like yourself sitting here. Google, search, and empower yourself in your area of interest. And believe in yourself. Have the confidence. Don't be afraid. Do not be afraid. If I have been able to get this far, which I have a long way to go, trust me, you can do it. You can do it much, much better than I have. I don't like people saying that they want to be like me. They should aim to be better than me. And if you're starting, don't look at what you see now. I can decide to take my ring. I naturally like jewelry and clothes and all that. But that is not what it takes to succeed in life. For many years, I wore uh, what intama suit dresses because I couldn't afford it. But I made it fashionable. I see, oh, that's for this girl. She likes African stuff. I, did, I couldn't afford a suit, you know. And I had most of them for free. Stay focused. Do not let anybody detract you from what you want to do. What you know you are good at. What you know will benefit you and the society. What you know will give you satisfaction. Albert will tell you, there's no point in having all the money in the world, being to all these places, when you are not satisfied. Now ask yourself, what gives you satisfaction? I get satisfaction when people come to me and tell me that, oh, this program you did, this, that, that you said, actually helped me change my life impacted on my life. That is what gives me satisfaction. What gives you satisfaction? Let that push you. Make use of Facebook. Some of you, your boyfriend breaks up with you and it's on Facebook. You catch your boyfriend cheating, it's on Facebook. The food you eat in the morning is on Facebook. Every single thing you do, it's on Facebook. You put your life out there. 
I got opportunity to speak in England because of Facebook. What are you using Facebook for? Think. You can do it. Thank you very much. Thank you for listening to Springboard Zone, an inspirational podcast by Arbet and Comfort Okran. Like our Facebook and Twitter pages at Albert N.E. Okran and Comfort Okran A for free resources and information about our itinerary, conferences and media broadcast. For speaking appointments, email albert.okran at icloud.com or SMS or WhatsApp us on plus 233-2499-900. You may also subscribe to amazon.com or your favorite online bookstore for copies of our inspirational books and audiovisual materials. Until we come your way again, always remember, you are blessed indeed. Oh, oh, oh.